Hi, I am Mackenzie Galloway here with my father Warren Galloway and today we are here in Memphis and we have a special guest, Miss Regina Ann Campbell who works at Epicenter in Memphis. Say hello. Hi, <laughs> hello y'all. And we are here to discuss the microloan conference and kind of talk to you a little bit about what you do and um, what your part is going to be in the conference. So do you want to tell everyone a little bit about what you do here at the center? Certainly. Uh, first, I would love to say thank you both to you, Warren, and to you, Mackenzie, for the opportunity to uh, have you here in Memphis to talk a little bit about what we do at Epicenter and about looking forward to the conference this September uh, with my, my colleague and I. Um, so I'm the Chief Program Officer here at Epicenter, and we are basically the entrepreneurial hub for the Mid-South region. And what we do is we sit in support to partners, a system of entrepreneurs, and the network to help entrepreneurs across the continuum with capital, customers, talent, ideas, and programs. We believe that access is important to the entrepreneur, whether tech or community based. Mm -hmm. And so we help our partners um, with our entrepreneurs start and launch businesses. So it sounds pretty similar to Tech Town in Detroit. And um, if I understand correctly, you used to work at Tech Town, right? So yes. you are you from Detroit or did you, are you from here? What kind of led you here? Um, yeah. So actually, I am from Detroit, a native Detroiter. Uh, I've lived in for just over a year now. Um, I actually worked with Warren and doing some incredible work in neighborhoods in our place-based programs, helping businesses launch and grow, um, which is, was very exciting. And what brought me here was Leslie Wayne Smith, um, previous uh, CEO and president of Tech Town. She uh, was recruited to Memphis to do a moon mission, which was launching an entrepreneurial movement. Uh, the chamber had a, a, a moon mission, and Leslie came in and launched Epicenter, and she's been on the ground doing this work um, since 2016, and um, has continued to raise significant capital to support entrepreneurs here, um, as well as build a strong network of partners. And we all care about entrepreneur, and uh, our model is, as it was in Detroit, to make sure that access and resources accrue to all Memphians. And we, like our sister city, Detroit, are a majority-minority city. Mm -hmm. And so, for everything we want, we do, we want to make sure that there is access to all opportunities for those who have an idea, always those who are looking to grow their business. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, what would you say is the biggest difference between entrepreneurship here and entrepreneurship in Detroit? So, um, before I kind of maybe talk about a few differences, I would like to say one of the things that's very similar, and I believe what made Memphis feel really like home, and Detroit, we always talk about Detroit hustles harder. Here, momentum is... Um, um, hustle and grind mm -hmm. and so you can really see the perseverance the entrepreneurial movement and energy that's here so that's very similar we know that that's what it takes for success in our communities um, as far as differences I will say 
here in Memphis, people really feel and work hard to build authentic relationships before doing business. Um, oftentimes, um, I would say sort of the social skills are undervalued in Michigan. Um, and sometimes things are very transactional and sometimes things are very transactional. I've learned that those things aren't sustainable. Those typically things are moments in time. But if you can imagine being sort of in a community in a region that believes in building authentic relationships, when you, when you enter certain sort of challenges or pain points, and even time to celebrate, you're all in it together. Um, so that's one difference um, that I found extreme value in. When one hurts, we all hurt as a community. Um, because again, you're building an authentic relationship. People understand who you are. They understand what you care about. And you very quickly um, find who you're centered with and who you value. And this community really values entrepreneurship. That's another common thread that we have with Detroit. So that, I think that's a difference. I will say that there are a lot more organizations focused on entrepreneurship in Detroit, um, which has its, its pluses. Um, we have some really great entrepreneur uh, organizations and partners. Um, not as many sort of the 50 plus that we see in uh, Detroit. We have a 50 plus here, but uh, we still are able to do some really great, great work around our portfolio companies um, in tech and non-tech. Um, so I will say I always look to some of the experiences in Detroit, that one that I've had, and then also ones that's continuing, because there's a lot of great things continuing to happen in Detroit that we here learn from. And my hope is that there's some things that we're doing, particularly as a hub in the work that support partners and entrepreneurs, that we can help perform some activities in Detroit. One of the things that's very important and why we're uh, going to the micro-lending conference is not only because Warren is a national expert, and I know he's tremendous and great, um, we know that capital is the most important thing and can often be a barrier to businesses of color. Um, and Warren um, has been successful in leveraging deals and getting capital access to businesses of color in Detroit. We've seen it time and time again, and so we're very interested in learning more from the national experts who are coming from around the country um, to do things well here in Memphis. Um, particularly Anthony Young, who's joining me, he's our capital executive. We have an initiative called the 800 with the city of Memphis. Uh, Mayor Strickland actually launched that, um, looking to help grow Black-owned businesses and procurement opportunities. And so we are engaged in that in partnership with Starco, which is um, the Tech Accelerator uh, here in Memphis, as well as Christian Brothers University, um, and support from FedEx and um, Shelby County. We are helping our businesses grow, and part of that is the capital stack and um, the micro lending that's important for the system here. Um, Memphis, like Detroit, has a CDFI network. Um, and where there is knowledge and sharing of information about how to leverage those will be very valuable. Do you have anything to add? Oh, ab absolutely. Once again, Regina, I want to thank you for joining us on our uh, seventh episode of the National Microloan Podcast. And I do apologize for the phone. Uh, let me forget to turn it off. You're busy. <laughs> You're busy. What can uh, I say? Yeah, I'm 
very busy. So let's let's talk a little bit more about you and your participation in the upcoming National Microloan Conference, uh, which will be held September 27th, 28th uh, at TechTile, um, Detroit. Um, why is this conference important? I mean, you've been around me long enough now to know that this was not something that was planned overnight. And as I tell people, it's been five years in the making. Um, this issue of capital, uh, the reason why I, I put on this this conference, I don't think there's ever been a trade conference where you have entrepreneurs, lenders, bankers, and service providers all networking and around this whole thing of access to capital. And that's why the, the conference is called Access to Capital for America's Entrepreneurs. But for you, why is this important? Uh, you've been um, in Detroit and now you're here in the Memphis market, so you can do some comparison to the, to the availability of capital to organizations in the north versus now down here to the south. But for you, why is this important? Because you were one of the first professionals in this industry, this ecosystem, say, hey, I want to be a part of this. And you got the support from Leslie and your organization, and you will be there in September as well as you're bringing Anthony along with you. Um, but just talk a little bit about why this is important. Well, the why is important and why we were participating is we know that access to capital is often a barrier for um, neighborhood businesses to get an idea into market or to grow their business uh, for a number of reasons. One, either people don't necessarily understand the resources that are out there and available. There's different funds that exist uh, to support businesses, um, whether traditional debt or equity. Um, and that knowledge of how people are doing it and doing it well will help us better be able to leverage our uh, capital resources here. So that's one thing. I also know that Detroit and the work that you've been doing over time, it has a real solid uh, track record when working with neighborhood businesses. We know that if you look at, um, maybe let's say five, six years ago, um, sort of the revitalization around People who had wanted to start a small business, the access to capital, you really didn't see it. But you see it a lot in Detroit when you go to the different neighborhoods and you actually see businesses open and thriving and businesses who've been there for a while that's important in a community, they're actually growing. So for um, the economy, those type of businesses are really helping neighborhoods social economic mobility happen more readily for a majority minority city quite frankly um and so we know and we always say we don't know it all yes we do hard things but we do not know it all right so when we have an opportunity to come together not only collectively with the lenders and the capital experts who are doing this waking up thinking about it every day but we actually can interface with the entrepreneurs who are needing capital this helps us understand a perspective from them and really be able to sort of think tank where the gaps are and create solutions um, to those gaps. Um, again, Detroit has done a great job at modeling and helping other traditional capital understand how to plug and play and that there are investable deals in the city and 
and entrepreneurs look different, right? It's not, you know, sort of that young white man with a tech idea. That's the only investable idea. Detroit has been able to show that they come in variety as creatives, music, restaurants, retail, um, services even. And so we're looking to learn and also I want to add value to the conversation as well, both from the lens of uh, having worked in Detroit um, during revitalization, seeing Detroit continue to revitalize, seeing the success of businesses opening across the region, being able to share some of the things that we're also doing here in uh, Memphis that supports um, businesses of color. Um, most of our people serve our women um, and um, also black-owned businesses of which we're, we're proud of. Again, we see Bill UN coming to the conference, participating in the conference, not only to gain value and knowledge, but also to add some things that we've learned. Um, and maybe some people can get some value from some of our experiences and our expertise. Awesome. So, do you is there a lot of micro lending taking place down here in Memphis? I know there's a strong presence with CDFIs, but are there micro lenders down here? There are some micro lenders. Yes, as a matter of fact, um, we do partner with um, Pathway uh, Lending, which is a part of our capital stack. Anthony uh, Young, who is our capital executive, who will be joining me at the conference actually helps the person who helps leverage those relationships. Uh, whether it be with traditional bankers, uh, he is a former banker like you. Yeah. A lot of common <laughs> things y'all have. Uh, he also has engaged and participated with the CDFI network and currently sits in the seat to steer direction and opportunity of leveraging those resources. As well as Anthony and I won't steal any thunder, he's helped create with Leslie some very unique funds to support businesses who ordinarily wouldn't have access to capital because they may not have family and friends to go to and say, hey, I want to start this business. Can you give me $10,000? Can you give me $20,000? And so there's some very unique creative things in that regard um, for micro lending. Yeah. Great partners. Got it. You know, the, the micro-lending conference, at least half of the workshops that we will be having during the conference will focus solely on lending. But the other half will, was we used to call wraparound services. What are the other things that entrepreneurs need, whether it's accounting, um, whether it's social media, whether it's marketing support, whether it's legal support, uh, POS system. We talk about, we're going to talk about all those different things out there. What are you seeing down here in terms of the support of wraparound services to support entrepreneurs? Because the reality of it is, business, small business owners need capital. They absolutely do. But capital is not everything. Um, they do need these other services. Are you seeing that here in Memphis where the support network, we talked about PSNs, uh, um, providing the support. Are you seeing a strong support network to help support these business owners who will be accessing capital uh, to grow up, provide employment opportunities in the neighborhood? Yes. So a lot of our work as the hub is in partnership with a system of um, partners who do everything from programming, accelerators, directly to the entrepreneur, to subject matter experts that support, whether it be in accounting or um, marketing or legal. But we also, as Epicenter, like with the model that was at Tech Town, Wesley did with the talent 
program with the executive in residence. And so we also have that here where specifically industry verticals, we have somebody who is an expert and has had a career in that, but also entrepreneurs in residence as well who are entrepreneurs that can support these uh, founders or existing businesses with different pain points. And so we all leverage the resources of what might be happening with STBDC um, and some of the other organizations. Even there's a school chapter here, but we sit specifically in supporting the system with talent as it relates to executive and residents, industry experts. We have industry roundtables specific to those things. So when they need those specific details that aren't cohort based, but a um, an infusion of uh, talent based on what a milestone or challenge might be. Awesome. Um, one, one more thing I want to talk to you about. So I have this special workshop that's going to take place during the National Microlung Conference, and it, and it, it it evolves around one of the when there was really not an issue, but one of the things I noticed in Detroit from my involvement um, on the east side of Detroit is the number of African American business owners that are female that are willing to take the risk to help revitalize our neighborhood. And you're going to be one of the, the panelists, but uh, I'm going to give a shout out to the women, women of Delta Sigma Theta uh, because we have six six incredible women from, the, from uh, Delta Sigma Theta that will be on this panel. Um, you want to talk a little bit about your excitement and participating with your sorrows on this? And give a little shout out because you know all the, all the ladies that are participating are all my favorites. So <laughs> yeah, they're my favorites. So I mean, what can I say? Everything from Marlo to Marlene to Gail Brown, my Delta Oostler, to you know Tiffany, and I mean, I always like to say, and some of you will agree, and that. <laughs> take care of business. I mean, if you literally look to opportunities around business advancement, uh, entrepreneurship, there's usually a Delta somewhere in the room. Um, And so I'm excited to naturally be with my soars on this panel, adding significant value and the fact that we've been doing this for years and we care sure. deeply about it. We've had some lessons. We're learning some things, continuing to grow. And as a matter of fact, I continue to talk to them. You know, we share best practices. We talk about what's working here, what's working there, what are you thinking about, right? And so one of the things that's amiss in some communities is that they don't want to do an open source sort of model, right? In order for every neighborhood in this country to be valuable, we've got to do that. And so... I was excited to see, you know, who would be on the panel with me. I will say I had no doubt it was going to be something great, you know. <laughs> and being positioned with women-owned entrepreneurs, women-owned businesses will be very important for us to communicate to them about what's possible and have a real conversation. I think Warren, Mackenzie, you know all these, these phenomenal women. We keep it real and have open, honest conversations and, um, look forward to sharing that knowing that at the end of the day entrepreneurs are only successful if they are willing to take advantage of the resources and the advice and apply it right i mean we can 
put it all there. We have it here. There is resources in Memphis. There is resources in Detroit. But they've got to walk the talk. They've got to do the action, right? They've got to follow through on the milestones to open up the business or grow the business of their dream. Yeah, and it's interesting you're talking about resources. The last person that I was able to get to participate in this panel was Tiffany. And so, you know, I texted Tiffany and said, hey, Tiffany, Tiffany, I want you to be part of this panel. And I emailed her information. And she just called me out of the blue. She said, Warren, what value do you see me offering? It was just earlier this week, this past week. And I said, Tiffany, I said, you have a global perspective on things. At the end of the day, she said, well, I'm not a lender. I said, that's not what's important. Your role at Bank of America, you have a global perspective of the resources that are out there for entrepreneurs. So I said, at the end of the day, we're going to talk about are they leading the revitalization in Detroit's neighborhoods, African-American business owners. But then we have to end it with the resources. We need to talk about the resources that are available not only to them, but to all entrepreneurs. And I think the conversation will be geared towards additional resources to support them. Because if they're willing to take that risk, we got to be behind them. Mm-hmm. Because it's risky going into business, period. And then if, I, if they're willing to take that risk, because they're, gonna, they're the ones that are going to hire people from the community. They're going to hire returning citizens. They're going to hire um, single mothers. They're going to retire um, the disenfranchised, the disabled. They're going to take that risk because they feel as if they are part of the community and they want to take advantage of this unique opportunity. And I talk about Detroit, but this is a handy major urban community. You have African-American females taking the lead. So to me, I created this, 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 this symposium and the topic, but the people that are on there, I know they're engaged and create a very lively dialogue about how we can provide the additional resources for them to continue to be successful and have more African-American females take the risk to go into business to improve their community. So I'm looking forward to you being on the panel because I know the wealth of knowledge you bring and Marlon will be the moderator and she'll lead the discussion. But I think at the end of the day, it's going to be solution driven. And I think that's what we'll end, end up having. So thank you for thank offering you. your services and coming to the conference. Uh, any parting remarks before we end this podcast? Um, so just a couple things I will say. I'm so looking forward to this conference. Um, I'm excited that you're including the actual business owners in the process. I'm always about not only giving feedback, but also receiving feedback. And just like our work in Detroit, here we also want to know what are the challenges and problems they're facing so that whatever we're creating as a solution it matches what the need is and so excited about that i'm excited about you warren mckenzie the family you know family of entrepreneurs you are continuing to do great things around the country and sharing yourselves with us um to to know more about epicenter please see us on our website at www.epicentermemphis.org. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and see some of the work that we are doing here. So on behalf of me, uh, my wonderful, amazing, brilliant architect, I like to say architect boss, Leslie Lane Smith and team, thank you for coming to Epicenter Memphis and spending time with us. We will see you in the fall. Thank you. Thank you. And I look forward to seeing you in a couple of months. And I do want to remind everyone uh, to please go ahead and register for the conference, the National Microloan Conference, which will be held at Techtown, Detroit. You can go to www.microloanconference.com. That's www.microloanconference.com. 
Uh, we look forward to our next podcast, uh, which will be our episode number eight. I uh, appreciate everyone's uh, patience. Uh, this is a little bit longer, but I need to take full advantage of the opportunity that I have been here in Memphis and in, uh, interviewing uh, Miss Regina Ann Campbell. So thank you all, and uh, we'll see you during uh, the next podcast we have next week. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you.